Next on BYU Sports Nation, three weeks from the Zach attack. Which Zach will have a greater impact than the Utes and Cougars college football season opener? From confident and deep to injured and questioned, which position group is now a possible concern? Plus, we go one-on-one with wide receivers coach Fessy Satake. Which pass catcher has surprised him the most? And who is catching everything? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B... Here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. What is good? BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, August 8th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man who has exactly 21% of the swag level of Jamal Williams. His name is Jerem Jordan. I would love for it to be that high. It is not. It is not 21%? No way. I have like 1%, maybe. Wow, I thought you'd be a little bit higher on yourself than 21%. No, swag level, no. No. Jerem and swag level don't go hand in hand. You know why it's... That's not for me to decide, I guess. You know why it's Jamal Williams I bring up, Jerem? I do. Because of this. Countdown to the youths. 21 days. 21 days away. Three weeks. Remember... Three weeks from today. This beautiful trucker hat that we got from Jamal Williams. His uncle made it, and Jamal gave it to us. Of course, Jamal wore number 21 at BYU. He's now number 30 with the Green Bay Packers, but he will forever be in our hearts number 21, and that's why. leading rusher. 21 days away from BYU in Utah. Yeah. And who can forget this? Who can forget this? One of the many media day appearances that Jamal Williams had with us. He's still dancing. Look at those old graphics, too. Nice. Uh, he's still dancing with the Packers. And they put him on. The other day they said, you know, 30 days to kick off. And uh, here's number 30 dancing for like a minute. It was awesome. He's, he's a be- Green Bay treasure. He's the best. He's a Green Bay treasure. I hope it's a breakout year for Jamal Williams this Let's year, by so. the way. Yeah. I know he protects Aaron Rodgers. Let's see if he can uh, do some damage on the ground or if they have an offensive line that can actually help him do some damage on the ground. Topic for another day. Here are some topics for today. One-on-one with wide receivers coach Fessy Satake. I asked him, who wins the Fessy Satake Awards for never dropping a pass? And he gives me a very specific answer. Also, what is the latest on Neil Pau? And I go one-on-one with Chaz Ayu. The challenges of switching from safety to linebacker and how Zane Anderson has helped in that transition. And the biggest question mark that remains for BYU before the Utah game. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It is week two of fall camp. As we mentioned, 21 days, three weeks from today. BYU and Utah kick it off. You know what? In practice, we'll just do it live. Right, Kalani? Well, we're probably not going to. I mean, I've had them go live, uh, you know, for the last two years more than anyone else has in practice in the spring ball, but we'll see. I think the younger guys will probably get the most of it, and if you ask those guys, they'd, they'd want to go live, but I think we have to be really smart. And they will not be live. The quarterbacks won't be. Oh, a change-up, Jerem, from how they've done it in the past. A little more conservative. It's BYU, so it's conservative. Redshirt freshman tight end Hank Tuipiloto has re-injured his ACL in non-contact recently, according to tight ends coach Steve Clark. This is Tuipiloto's second ACL injury after his first early last season. More on how it affects the position group and what's trending. Get well, Hank. The NFL preseason kicks off in earnest tonight. Kyle Van Noy and the defending Super Bowl champions begin their title defense 
as the Patriots take on the Detroit Lions. No Ziggy-Kyle matchup here because Ziggy is in Seattle. Good for them. Sione Takitaki and the Cleveland Browns play. He makes his NFL debut against the Washington Redskins. Bronson Kafusi and Harvey Longy of the Jets play the Giants. Jamal Williams, uh, the aforementioned uh, running back, and the Packers play the Texans. And last but not least, Michael Davis and the Chargers take on the Cardinals. Ah, uh, yes, the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Okay, it's a thing now. All rise and shout, or so I say. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The Zach Attack approaches. Now, I've encountered a lot of things as I have covered college football over the years, whether I've been in Colorado, California, and certainly here with BYU Sports Nation. But I saw a first yesterday. Okay, now let us set this up for you. Zach Moss, the star running back for Utah, Rumors started to circulate that he had hurt his hand on Tuesday or Wednesday. At some point, we're not sure on the exact time of it, but that he had hurt his hand. And so he was made available to the media yesterday in Salt Lake City. And a reporter, our friend Dana Green from ABC Channel 4, said, well, you got a cast on your hand. Are you okay? And Zach said, yep, I'm fine. I'm fine. Then his position coach said he's 100%. Jeremy, you tweeted out, I've never seen a player that is 100% that's wearing a cast on his right hand. Yeah, I, I'm not wearing a cast today, but I am 100%. Like, what? He this says a odd, right? he will be ready for BYU. So while the math doesn't add up, this is concerning for Utah. And is this a boon for BYU if their star running back is actually banged up? Meanwhile, Zach Wilson, we've covered this well, is coming off of shoulder surgery and didn't throw a ball essentially for half of a year. So, Jerem, which Zach will have the greater impact on this year's rivalry game between BYU and Utah? I think it's Wilson. I think uh, Zach Wilson affects the uh, BYU offense more than Zach uh, Moss affects the Utah Offense. I think Zach Moss is, is a tremendous running back. I put him number one on the running backs that BYU will face this season. All I, Pac-12 I, first team. I think he's fantastic. But a QB affects the game more than a running back, and BYU has changed its offense to cater to Zach Wilson's skills. We saw what Wilson could do. BYU was up by 20 twice, geared down, ran a bunch more after the pick six, got conservative, lost the game against Utah. We've chronicled it. Um, we don't know what the injury is to Zach Wilson. We don't, or sorry, Zach Moss. We don't know that he is injured. He's in a castle. Obviously, something's wrong. We don't know the severity of it, so it's hard to speculate on that, and, and I don't feel like doing that. But he's not a hundy. His running back says he's 100%. You don't, you're not 100% if you're wearing a cast, so that's, that's significant. Yet, if it's like a sprained finger or something, three weeks, he'll be all right. If it's a broken hand, that's a big deal for a running back. Yet... Britton Covey played the last six games of last year for Utah with a broken wrist as a receiver. Are you kidding me? These guys played through some tough injuries. I'm not sure how big of an impact it will have on the game. Moss seems like a tough dude. Certainly. But I think Zach Wilson is, is the answer to this question, greater impact on the game. Yeah, you're talking about toughness. Zach Moss had, I think, over 800 yards after contact. Well then, After contact. Impressive. Yeah, so he's certainly tough. But again, we don't know the specifics. And Utah and the NCAA, for that matter, allow Utah and other teams to do this. You don't have to tell anybody anything. Probable, questionable, BYU, BYU basically does this as well, by the way. Unless someone chooses to say something. You can ask, but we learned about Hank Tuipelotu's injury before Steve Clark came out with it, right? But BYU doesn't want what injuries are known out there. Just the competitive uh, advantage of... 
less information, right? So here's what we know. Zach Moss said he'll play. His running backs coach said he's 100%. He was wearing a protective covering on his hand yesterday. So that's what we know. Uh, here's how I translate it. He is 100% expecting to play. Okay? That's how I translate that's it. That's what he said. That's, yeah. that's how I translate it all. Okay? So the 100% is he expects to play. Is he 100% healthy? No. No, he's not. I, I'm sure they're hopeful it'll get there. But even if he's 100% healthy, the quarterback, for BYU specifically, will have the greater impact on whether or not BYU plays well or does not play well, wins or loses this game. It's clearly Z-Dub. It is Zach Wilson because he will touch the ball on basically every offensive play, albeit there might be a trick play here and there with Jaron Hall. I don't know. But we anticipate that Zach Wilson will be the guy. And so it's just by nature the quarterback's going to have a greater impact on this game. Well, and he's a good quarterback. If he was an okay quarterback, he wouldn't be the answer to the question. Topic two, about a month ago, we felt like the tight end group was in great shape. Matt Bushman is the alpha uh, on the, uh, what, uh, Mackey Award watch list, obviously. The, was it not the Maxwell, but the, uh, another national player of the year watch list? He's legit. If Moroni Laulupujitao is healthy, that combo is BYU's best since 09. Add, add Hank Tuipolotu, Young Bucks like Nate Heaps, Alama Pilimai, Isaac Rex, Carter Wheat in the mix, Joe Tukwafa finally on the squad. That's pretty good. But now MLP is finishing up classes. Tuipolotu... Towards ACL, Ugh. is the tight end depth now a concern? Yes, unfortunately, it is a concern. Isn't that interesting how it worked out? Where a few weeks ago, we're like, oh, the tight end group is the least of our concerns right now. And Think, now things change quickly. It absolutely is yeah. a concern. Yeah, they can. BYU is grateful they have a playmaker, and it's the Walter Camp Award. Just popped into there my you mind. Go. Yeah, yeah. That is on the top 40 list of the Walter Camp preseason nominees in Matt Bushman. He's a baller. He's been balling out all fall camp. One-handed catches, bigger, physical. Like, he's doing what we expect Matt Bushman to do. But this is a question about depth, not about Matt Bushman. And the depth is a concern because Moroni Laulupututau hasn't practiced. Like, he's got to shore up some things before he can even practice. And his health and what he's able to do when he finally gets on the field? We don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't know how much we can expect from Moroni Laulupututau. I expect nothing until he's back in practice. Alema Pilimai is a guy that has an upside, but Hank Tuipolotu was the guy that made that unbelievable catch early in camp and there had been right balling there. out, yeah. and now he's hurt again. So, yes, depth is a concern because what happens when you need somebody else besides Matt Bushman early in the season and against those four power fives, you're probably going to need somebody else besides Matt Bushman. Yeah, things can change quickly. One day my parents were married, the next day they weren't when I was 11. Like, it just, poof, changes, right? BYU needs someone behind Matt Bushman to show up. And uh, Moroni Lulupujita, we thought, would be that guy. Um, But he's not practicing yet. He could get in practice hopefully soon and then – Hopefully he's healthy, too. It's one thing to practice. It's another to be you're coming off an ACL and meniscus and, I think, MCL. He just wrecked his knee. Two Pelotu, we thought, could be an emerging guy, right? And we thought this was deep. Yeah, this is, this is a concern at this point. You know what you have in Bush. You need him to stay healthy. You need him to be the guy. And you need some of these other young guys to, uh, to show up now. So Dallin Holker uh, made an appearance, right? Last fall camp, we thought, okay, maybe Holker would be in the mix. He ended up being pretty good for a freshman playing the number kind of three spot, 
played the number two tight end after uh, MLP got hurt. So we'll see what some of these young guys can do. I've said I like this group as my – this is my second favorite group uh, looking at the next five years of what we know of these guys. Then you bring Dallin Holker back loaded. off of a mission to add to yeah. that. I think in, – yeah, in two seasons. I think BYU's loaded at that position. Just young right now, yeah, aside just, from Matt Bushman. It's just too young to be like, hey, Carter Wheat against uh, USC, can you have like three catches? It's just a little soon for that, right? Yeah, BYU is going to find out some things if and when they need to have a tight end. Give Matt Bushman a break. That's well, we going to happen. We know, yeah, we know that BYU wants to play 12 personnel, meaning one running back and two tight ends. And so who's the second? We'll who's going to block? Yeah, and people are like, well, what about Joe Tukuafo? He's back. He's got to transition it's back take, to game speed too. Sure, yeah, takes a minute. On to topic three, Kalani Satake was asked yesterday if this is the deepest team in his head coaching tenure, and he responded this way. We'll find out. I mean, I, I, I'm really excited about the amount of young guys that we have on this program that have some experience, and, um, and I, I really, I'm really thankful for the development that we've seen in a lot of those players. So, yeah, I, I'm really excited about the group, but uh, um, we'll see how they do with the live stuff. A little crossover dribble and a sidestep on the question from Kalani Satake. So, Jeremy, I'm going to ask you straight up. Is yep. this the deepest team in the Kalani Satake era? How the heck could we know that right now? I, here's what I know, that it was 2016 in the last three years. In 2016, um, they were really good. I don't necessarily look at the backups because the backups don't even always play. I look at how many good starters you have across the board. And when I look at 2016, that's the team, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The 2016 roster featured 13 players who would eventually play in an NFL preseason game. Do we feel like this 2019 roster will have 13 players <laughs> who at some point in the future will play in an NFL exhibition game? I do not feel that way. Man. I, I think there are a handful, right? Five to eight, maybe ten. Who knows? Because, I mean, you got to look at, like, six years in the future. If a guy plays, goes on a mission, comes back, eventually get whatever. That team was good. Do you want to know some of the names out of that team? Davis, Hanneman, Hill, Kafusi, Karoma, Longy, Laulile, uh, Nakua. I think uh, Pearson, Tautu, Trinaman, Warner, Williams. Like, Corbin Kafusi will play in a game today, and it'll be, right? So, uh, Karoma, I can't remember if he did, but he's going to play in an NFL preseason game. That team was loaded. No question. It, it, like, I, it's the most overused, annoying word to me in fall camp. Depth, depth, depth. We don't, what are we going, scuba diving? I don't know if the third-string guy is going to be that good. He doesn't really play, and there's a reason he doesn't play. It, to me, it's more about do you have a good group of starters and then do you have capable backups? If they're that good as a backup, why aren't they playing? Yeah, we have the ability now to look back and see. I mean, hindsight helps clear up the vision, right? We've heard that cliche a billion times. Yes, the 2016 roster right now, as far as what Kalani Satake has coached, is the deepest. Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams... Bronson, Kof- no, sorry, Corbin, Corbin Kafusi, Kai Nakua, Michael Davis. Like, a lot of these guys are still playing and making an impact in the NFL right now, not just played in preseason games. Oh, like, yeah. If they're, they're in the league and playing. Yeah. If they're not playing, they're not that good, right? Come on. What I will say about this 2019 roster is I believe this is the most balanced team in terms of depth and position groups that Kalani Satake has enjoyed in his tenure at BYU. I feel like they're balanced, okay? I don't know how that's going to translate onto the field in terms of wins and losses, but I do think 
there are guys in each position group. Like there's there's not a position group that I'm like, oh man, it's sparse. In 2016, the tight end group, I was like, BYU doesn't have anybody in the tight end group. They just didn't. They didn't utilize the tight end. Ty Detmer wanted to, but they didn't have guys because the closet was kind of empty and they dealt with a ton of injuries. So there were a few position groups. I was like, "Eh, it's not, not great, but Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams and others made up for the lack of depth in other areas because they were so dynamite. I feel like this team this year is more balanced, but I don't know what that, what's that going to mean for the win losses. I I don't, it's just hard to know. It's just hard to know until you play games. Like a lot of, uh, you know, assumptions from fall camp are gross assumptions, right? They're just that's uh, the beauty of it. Well, it's well, also let me, the let me ask you this: Do you feel like do you look at a position group right now and you're like, oh man, BYU doesn't have anybody in this position group? A little concerned about the secondary. Yeah. Okay, so the secondary is where you would put your your yeah. your biggest concern. Yeah, it's I, not my biggest. I'd have to think about it more. But that's okay. one where I go, mm, there, I, there are a couple good players in there for sure. But there's just a little unknown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, in 2016, I, I mean, there, there were a few of those, notably the tight ends. I just thought, oh, man, what a, there was a vacancy there for sure. Our question of the day, back to the Zach attack. Which Zach, Wilson or Moss, has the potential to have the greatest impact in the BYU-Utah rivalry game in three weeks from today? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation. On BYU Sports Nation. BYU Ben in on Instagram. Zach Wilson will have a greater impact because he's going to be a leader of the team. And he helped BYU a ton at the end of last season. Zach Moss is a running back in a game of passing. While he will be a contributor, it is possible to win games without a star running back. If you have an elite group of receivers, I think there are some solid ones for Utah. Uh, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call them elite. So I think people are kidding themselves if they believe that Zach Moss not playing heavily sways now in favor of BYU winning this game. Utah is so good on defense that they are very capable well, of winning and, this game. And he's playing in the game. Even if Zach Moss doesn't play. Zach Moss didn't play last year in a lot of games, and Utah was still pretty stinking good. Okay? Yeah. So don't get hung up on that either. Coming up, more of your hung-up responses on Zach versus Zach. <laughs> Fessy Satake, the BYU wide receivers coach, in a one-on-one interview with yours truly. Which wide receivers are standing out and have surprised him in fall camp? And who's the guy that's not dropping any passes? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. On the latest BYU Sports Nation right now, O-line coach Eric Mateos is sporting the sideburns and mustache was Coach Grimes' inspiration. And which Cougars are making a social media splash in the NFL? Check it out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube tonight. Live from Studio B, your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play continues. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Fessy Satake, the BYU wide receivers coach, has been around for a while and has crossed paths with several of these BYU coaches, not just in his coaching tenure but also as a player that's one part of my conversation with him also who has not been dropping passes and which wide receiver has surprised him the most through one week of fall camp all part of our BYU Sports Nation all access one-on-one interview from BYU football fall camp Fessy I want to dive down a rabbit hole that we were just discussing you were Ed Lamb's first ever recruit 
Tell us about this story. Well, uh, Coach Lamb is nothing without me, first off. Um, I made his career. No, he, uh, uh, when he took, first took over at Southern Utah, um, I was just coming off a mission. I was enrolled at the University of Utah, uh, had classes, was practicing with the team, player-run practices, and about three days before school started, uh, Coach Lamb called me, and I found out, obviously in hindsight, that he, he reached out to uh, Coach Kalani and Aaron Roderick uh, because they, they had been at Southern Utah, um, and he just said, was looking for some help and how to get things started and they said hey well there's four guys that just came off their mission that played underneath us they're expected to come to Utah if you can get one or two or all of them you're off to a great start and um, and so he, he reached out to me and got my other three best friends in and we started recruiting some guys and it was a fun fun deal so um, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. So you made him look good when you were a player and now you're making him look good as a fellow assistant coach. Oh yeah 100% all the way right everything that Coach Lamb does that's good uh, just comes because he recruited me in 2008, <laughs> seven or eight so. Fair enough. Speaking of other uh, coaches, uh, a guy you know a thing or two about, Kalani Satake, said of your receivers, look, we got playmakers. We, we got guys that can make plays. We just need to figure out a way to get them the ball. So what's the secret sauce to get them the ball and let them make plays this year? Well, I think one of it is, is first off, you have to have a, um, a quarterback. I can do that, and I, I think it's pretty clear we've got one of those. Coach Grimes, I know, is, is, is definitely going to be very intentional on, on um, spreading the ball out to those guys as well. And so I, I think just the combination of different factors and, and, and the plays called and those guys doing their job and getting open. And we had some opportunities last year that we missed, and our job this year is to capitalize on those opportunities and if higher volume of them come, to, to be ready. And I, I, I like where we're at with that right now. Now, perhaps this was a case study, but Jerem Jordan and I were talking about Dylan Colley kind of emerging late in the season when the scheme changed and Zach started to find a little bit more of a groove and Matt Bushman came on strong. Is, is this the type of trend that we should anticipate for this season? I think so. Um, Dylan's case was very unique. I, th I think you can, one of the factors is is the change of the offense and, and him just getting more comfortable. Um, a lot of that was just... Um, you know him getting out of his own head as well and and feeling comfortable you know Dylan's a guy I'm going to miss just because he 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 gave everything he had every single day in practice and so I was glad to see him go out on a bang but I think I think the fact that you know we went 18 for 18 some people highlight that game as like um you know a breakout for receivers and the quarterback throwing because it's 18 for 18 but 18 attempts is not that much um, if you think about it, it's just the yards were a lot because we were so efficient. And so I think if we can, if we can capitalize on that consistency and, and like I said, if more volume comes, then, then we'll be ready for it um, if, if a game like that happens. BYU wide receivers coach Fessy Satake with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about your crew this year. And we're only a week into fall camp, but who has shown up and maybe surprised you, lifted your eyebrows on occasion through this first week in terms of the wide receivers? So... In terms of surprising, those my first five guys, the guys who all have game experience, none, none of them have surprised me just because I, I, I know uh, I, they're meeting their expectations and they're all continually progressing. Um, but the two freshmen that have just come in have, have actually really kind of kind of surprised me and turned my head a couple times. Keanu Hill, um, you know, kind of was a question mark. He comes from, from a triple option offense that doesn't really feature wide receivers. But he's big and strong and physical, and, and he comes from a football family. Um, his uncle was one of the great receivers. Roy Williams, his dad, was a draft pick, All-American receiver. So he's got a receiver background, and it's been nice to see him step in. He's very sharp. He's picked up the playbook quick um, and made some huge plays day one. And, and then and just had a little bit of injury, but he's back now. And then Luca Andrada, we're able as
as each day goes, we're able to see his speed progress. The first couple of days, you couldn't see him open up because he was so in his head in the playbook. But now that he's starting to get comfortable with his plays, there's been a couple where when he's turned a corner, he's gone. And I think we're getting uh, flashes from both those two freshmen, and um, I'm excited to see what they can do for us. With the type of speed that Luke Andrada brings to BYU, is there a chance we could see him on special teams, maybe on kickoff return or punt return? Yeah, very much, especially on the return units. That's kind of where speed kills, um, and, and, and you know he can be really dangerous. But also on covering kicks, you know, if he's a gunner or he's a, you know, on kickoff, he's one of the outside contained guys. Um, you know, that speed is really, really hard to to to, to cover. And so um, the 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 perfect. Um, a scenario, though, would be to get him to be really comfortable in playing those special team units. It's not; it, it, it doesn't just require speed. He's got to got to really be committed um, to going down and putting his face mask on someone as well. And so, all those things we're just slowly starting to see week two if he's able to do it. And, and I think he has all those abilities. When you say the core five are meeting expectations, just to be clear, who are the core five right now in your wide receivers group that have experience that you expect to make an impact this year? Yep. So it's all those guys who who had uh, significant game uh, playing time last year, which is Micah Simon. Aleva Hifo and Talon Shumway, the three seniors, and then the two who uh, played and started some game as freshmen in uh, Dax Milne and Gunnar Romney. Gunnar Romney seems to be a guy that's really coming into his own, and I've heard a few coaches say Zach specifically, Zach Wilson, is throwing Gunnar Romney open. Um, what does that mean for those that aren't familiar with the idea of a quarterback throwing a guy like Gunnar Romney open? Yeah, so there's one one, one reason why we push these guys to uh, develop chemistry off the field um, is there's going to be a ton of times, more often than not, where a quarterback doesn't have a completely wide open receiver. He's got to anticipate where he's going to be, and that's where that phrase throwing a guy open means. You got There's got to be a, an element of anticipation. So these guys work Working in the offseason, summer together with all the receivers, um, they've been so good at just being on the same page, knowing when they get out of a break, when they're going to stay on the move, when they're going to sit it. And so I think that's what we're, uh, other people are referring to this fall camp is we've seen a lot of throws to Gunner and really all the receivers where um, that anticipation is there. Zach's letting it go before they're even out of their break. And so I, I hope to see a lot of that throughout the season. Through week one, who is winning the Fessy Satake Award for never dropping a ball? Ooh, um... I think it's Dax Milne right now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's had a pretty high volume of catches as well. I think a lot of that comes from where he's playing in the slot and just uh, timing. You know, I don't, I, I'm in the point now where I just, I'm just shuffling the guys in and getting, getting them all even reps. And so sometimes it's luck of the draw. You're in when there's a couple more passes than not. Um, and so he's, he's done a good job. But really all of them, I've been really pleased with just their consistency um, in making not just the catches they're supposed to make, but the, those 50-50 balls, those, those tough catches that will cause the oohs and ahs from the crowd. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dax has earned a scholarship now too, right? He's officially on scholarship, and he's definitely um, earned that. So Let's finish with this. Uh, what's the update on Neil Powell? How's he doing? Uh, we know he's with the team. How are things with Neil and the wide receiver group? Um, so, you know, Neil's got 100% of all of our support, and we're with him, and we know that, um, you know, this is a, um, a learning experience for Neil, and no, no one no one has hurt more through this uh, through this trial than Neil. And, and, you know, we all believe that this is one of those deals where he can come back stronger. Um, it's a good sign for all of us and, and you know, as the players that no, no matter how well we're progressing in life, we got to stay on things, and sometimes we're going to get we're going to get 
get uh, knocked down pretty hard. Um, and so he's out, though. He's available. He's watching practice. Um, you know, the boys still see him around and interact with him. And the, the most important thing for us is not so much, you know, him. Like, the message isn't, hey, stay in shape and, and know the playbook. It's just, hey, we're here for you. And, and we love you if you need anything. And, and hopefully he can come back strong for this. But it's been great to see him around. All right, BYU wide receivers coach Fessy Satake, the reason that Ed Lamb still has a job, right? 100% correct. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Fessy Satake, BYU Sports Nation All Access from Photo Day. That dude uh, has got some tools in the shed, but can Zach Wilson spread the ball around enough so that these guys emerge and can become the playmakers that we expect them to at some point in their BYU careers be, right? Yeah, and I, I don't need it to be spread around per se. Let's find the guys that make the plays. Like, I, I don't need balance. I don't need uh, that per se. If Gunnar Romney's uh, one of the best guys, let's throw him the ball. Let's target him more. Aleva Hifo, if, he, if he's one of the best receivers, let's target him more, right? Whoever's open is open, but the good receivers are the ones that uh, get open. So I, let's talk about who we think those top receivers are right now. Sure. Aleva Hifo. No question. Talon Shumway, Gunnar Romney, I would probably say are the top three at this moment. Uh, breakout guys. Keanu Hill, as mentioned, is a guy that, if, if healthy and ready, has the pedigree, as mentioned. Roy Williams, uncle, uh, his dad was drafted in the NFL, like, or All-American in college, got the, from Texas physical, ready for these first four kind of guy. Made a great catch on day one, apparently. There's some of the breakout guys. I'm interested to see, does Dax Milne have an increased role on this team or in the scholarship, as he highlighted? And he's the guy that's making a ton of catches. Yes, Micah Simon is a guy that's been in the mix, been a leader, had a 50-yard-plus catch against Wisconsin at home a couple years ago. Um, Will Braden Cosper be a guy off a redshirt that does something of significance? And he's up to 210. I, I wonder at some point if they make him a tight end or something. Um, and then you have other guys competing uh, in those spots, uh, other spots. So It's five enough. I think it is. Yeah. Like five trusted entities at yeah, that yeah. position. Like when you flash back to some of the great BYU teams, you're not thinking of seven receivers. You're thinking of like three or four. You know what I mean? Nope. They're the yeah. guys that will carry the load receiving the ball. Matt Bushman will be the best receiver. He's not a wide receiver, but pass catcher. I believe Matt Bushman will be the best one. But then who else do you have that will do stuff? And you and I, I think, feel the same way as um, – a better quarterback and a better O-line will make this group better. I don't know that they've been terrible. We've wanted them to do better, but I think we'll see that, hey, this group is actually, they're a good group, right? They've been better than the last two years because the quarterback play will be better. Yeah, and you know what made the Max Hall, Dennis Pitta, Austin Colley situation so great? They spent a ton of time with each other, working all summer long, every day, late nights, developing chemistry. They had experience. I... You you have to have talent and all that, right? You yes. can work hard and hang out and, and be. You office. have to have talent. I think BYU <laughs> has the talent, but you have to maximize the talent by doing things that typically sure. you don't do. Sure. Uh, at the end of the day, go out there and make those plays because you could play bocce ball in the IPF all you want. It doesn't make you a good receiver, right? You could have great chemistry, but maybe you suck. Then you're not good. <laughs> like that. That's all nice, but you got to go out there and complete a pass. Right? It's special when you have both. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Coming up, from a helicopter landing at BYU to a sophomore season after a mission, rising star linebacker Chaz Ayu joins us. And which Zach will have the greater impact in this year's BYU-Utah rivalry season opener? Bring the heat, people, in Voice of the Nation. This is BYU Sports Nation. Zach versus Zach. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. It is August 8th, the eighth day of the eighth month. And, Jerem, as you pointed out to me, 
It has another significance to us today. As BYU football enters practice number what? Eight. Eight. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Predictable. <laughs> Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines on August 8th. Week two of fall camp continues. 21 days until BYU and Utah kick off. Three weeks. Thursday night game. Three weeks. Fantastic. Let's go. Typically, Kalani Satake has kept things very live in practice, but that's changing this year, right, Coach? Well, we're probably not going to. I mean, I've had them go live, of, you know, for the last two years more than anyone else has in practice in the spring ball, but we'll see. I think the younger guys will probably get the most of it, and if you ask those guys, they'd want to go live, but I think we have to be really smart. And they will not be live. The quarterbacks won't be. He ref- I think he's referencing the Saturday scrimmage, right? Sure, Saturday scrimmage yeah. and most positions. It's not just the quarterback. I said the quarterbacks will not go live on Saturday, but other position groups, it'll be the oh, younger guys. It's very weird if the other positions are live. Yeah. Richard freshman tight end Hank Tui Peloto has re-injured his ACL in non-contact recently, according to tight ends coach Steve Clark. This is Tui Peloto's second ACL injury after his first uh, early last season. That's a real bummer because Tui Peloto was having a nice fall camp prior to this, and uh, after tearing his ACL last year, he was hopeful to be in the mix this year, and now he's out again. That's a bummer. We watched the Hall of Fame game, but now the NFL preseason really kicks off, including the Sweet. defending Super Bowl champion New England Patriots and Kyle Van Noy, the former Cougar standout, helps his team begin their title defense against the Detroit Lions. Sione Takitaki makes his NFL debut with the dog pound. Against the Washington Redskins. Bronson Kafusi and Harvey Longy of the Jets play the Giants. Jamal Williams and the Packers host the Texans. And Michael Davis and the Chargers take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Question of the day. Which Zach, Wilson or Moss, has the potential to have the greatest impact in the BYU-Utah rivalry season opener? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Here we go at our Green on Twitter. Zach Moss, for sure. He is a top talent. If he plays or if he is injured, that'll be huge. But also if he plays and runs all over BYU, they'll lose. If Zach Moss plays and BYU can contain him like they did against Wisconsin, BYU wins. Huntley isn't good enough to beat us by himself. No offense to him. Against Wisconsin, like Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor, who still ran for 121, I want to say. They didn't put enough up enough points. BYU got to, was it 24 or something? Um, yeah, Zach Moss is going to have a huge impact on this game. He did not play in the game. Utah was down 20, right? Um, twice. Yet was able to come back, we think, because some significant injuries happened to BYU. And offensively, BYU wasn't able to move the chains in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yes, Zach Moss is a top talent. Uh, and he certainly could have a big game, but it it's just by the nature of it, it's just harder for a running back to have a greater overall impact in the game than a quarterback. Not saying it hasn't happened, because it has on several occasions. It's just typically that's not how it works. If your quarterback's good. Yeah, if your quarterback stinks, then it's whatever. Um, Zach Moss versus BYU. As a freshman in 2016, 12 carries for 58 yards. Uh, As a sophomore, uh, 2017, 11 carries for 21 yards, two catches for 14. Then, of course, didn't play in last year's game. So he hasn't done anything crazy, 
but that was uh, the younger version of him. Now it's the senior. If Zach Moss hadn't uh, had a uh, significant knee injury last year against Arizona State, was it, or before that, in October, he might be in the NFL. So this was a good thing for Utah that Zach Moss would come back. There was the thought that he may go pro. He was that good. Then there is this question. How good is the offensive line that Zach Moss is running behind this year? Because Replacing they have to replace starters, I think. Three, yeah, or four starters. three, at least three. They have to replace at least three starters. So they're going to be young. And Kyle Whittingham has said that the biggest question mark for Utah is replacing the offensive lineman in that camp. Yeah. So it, can Kyrus Tonga blow up everything that Utah's trying to do? This all impacts it, right? Yeah. So can BYU's front seven make some plays and limit Zach Moss? And we expect him to play. Right now, I am expecting him to play and be, if not 100%, close to 100%. He, he, told okay, he said as much play. yesterday, right? Yeah, we have no, we have no idea. We, we have no reference of him not playing. He said he will play. Yeah, if I were a Wiley coach, I'd almost be like, yeah, Zach's banged up. Not sure if he's going to play. And then, like, that's roll the exact, him out there. Yeah, that's the exact opposite of the approach they're taking. <laughs> like, roll him out there and then be like, oh, he's, he's fine. He's good. A couple years ago, Utah literally put someone in the same jersey as a significant player just to fake that he was out there. This happened in the game. I'm not kidding. At CougarFan underscore 96 on Twitter. Wilson has proven, already proven he's elite. Okay. Moss is a decent back. Excuse me? You're 0 for 2 here. But his injury <laughs> swings things towards Wilson, in my opinion. We don't even know what the injury Zach, is. Zach Wilson's not elite yet. He could become that. He's 4-3 and three as a starter. Okay. Um, it's, he, give him some time. Moss is a decent back? No, no, no. This guy is really, really good. He's an NFL draft pick. He's not a decent back. He's really good. He's an elite back. If he is going to be drafted in the NFL, he's elite. Debate for another day. Like, he's really good. (laughs) He's really good. First team all Pac-12 as a junior. First team all Pac-12 preseason. Ran for over 1,000 yards in nine games. Yeah, he's good. No, he's really good. He's really good. You're We're still... not going to debate whether Zach Moss is elite okay. on BYU no, Sports No, I'm just Nation, saying you're still okay? hesitant to even say he's elite? Yeah. No, this is not called Utah Sports Nation. We're not breaking down <laughs> the, the level of goodness of Zach Moss. Enough <laughs> Zach Moss. Next. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they, can have, they have their own networks. <laughs> debate on those shows. Lori Wood on Facebook. Zach Wilson will be smart and have more say in the plays. Zach Moss only runs when given a ball. Again, this goes to the idea that the quarterback by nature just if if you're good, yes, you have more impact on the game. Sure. Coming up, two of my favorite golfers in my favorite city connect. Ooh. And Chaz Ayu talks about getting his mom's approval on the position change. There's a reason I asked this. Yeah, that's mom, I guess. Because mom's opinion What about dad, Jason? More, matters more than dad's opinion. It's on the staff. This is BYU Sports Nation. You love mama though. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The best of BYU Sports Nation airs Saturdays, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on BYU Radio. It's on the podcast feed as well, featuring some of the best conversations, interviews, and opinions from the week. Speaking of conversations, I had quite a few yesterday with the BYU football team, coaches, and players, and we continue our one-on-one BYU Sports Nation all-access with a guy who's making a position change. Like Zane Anderson, Chaz Ayu, who was recruited to BYU to play safety, is now jumping up to linebacker, and all the weight gain and all that stuff that goes along with it. I'm doing that too, but not for the same reasons. Oh, you're gaining weight for what kind of a position change? Uh, uh, Belly position change. (laughs) 
Oh, stop it. You look, I've never you weighed look more. great. You exercise now more than you probably ever have. All the basketball you we'll play. We'll discuss. Okay. Off air. Yeah. Is, it elite, is it an elite amount of exercise? <laughs> Jerem's out. Jerem's no. out. That in the, enough. <laughs> in no. the meantime, we go one-on-one with Chaz Ayu from BYU Football Practice. Chaz, you're experiencing a new position this year within BYU football. Tell us about the process of how you went from playing safety now to playing linebacker. You know, it's been a, it's been a hard process. I won't lie about that. Um, coming from safety, you know, it's obviously a little bit different mechanics, a little different IQ level um, of what you're trying to look for. But um, Coach Lamb has, co- has coached me really well. You know, he's put a lot of knowledge into my head. I've learned a lot from the other backers, but it's been a good good little process so far. How much has having Zane Anderson around, who has done the exact same thing, helped your process in transitioning from safety to linebacker? It's helped a lot, you know, because me and Zane have the same, like, similar thinking, you know, coming from the same background. And so he's been able to kind of coach me and tell me, like, what's different, what's the difference between what a safety would do in a situation, what a linebacker would do. Um, So I've learned a lot from him. Right now, as it stands, are you fieldbacker, flashbacker behind Zane? Is, is that the plan moving forward? Yeah, so right now I'm behind Zane Anderson at flash. Um, just trying to keep my mind open, my, my eyes open for the other three positions, other two positions as well. So I can play either way. What are your current responsibilities given that position? At flashbacker? Yeah. Uh, so really our responsibility is, a, is the uh, number three receiver. Um, that's pretty much our responsibilities, the inside receivers and the running back as well. Um, that's pretty much the key for all three backers is the number three receiver and the, and the running back. When you talk about the difficulty of transitioning, what has been the hardest part about moving from safety to linebacker? I mean, you're in the box the whole time, you know, so you're facing those 300 pounders all the time. That's something that's constant. So if coming from safety where you're usually just shooting the open gaps and making tackles, you know, you kind of have to fight through a couple more guys. So. How does the training change so that you can accommodate having to deal with much bigger players on a regular basis? You know, you're constantly working on your hands. Uh, nothing is really light. Lifting with the backers, you know, there's a base weight that you go. You can't go lighter than that when lifting. And so, you know, you get really strong really fast. So, When you flew into Lavelle Edwards Stadium on a helicopter, did you ever think you'd be playing a linebacker at BYU? Never did I see that ever happening. No, <laughs> I didn't see that happening. They, there was rumors of it, but I was like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. What was the conversation like that you had with your dad when you found out that you were switching positions? My dad loved it. I mean, my dad has kind of kept it to himself, but he's always, he said he's always seen me as a linebacker uh, just with the way that I come down into the box. And so I was kind of surprised, but, you know, he kind of expected that move. Okay, so you've got dad's approval. More importantly, do you have mom's approval on the position change? Yeah, mom definitely approves a bit. <laughs> she just wants to see me on the field, you know, so it can be right defensive end. It can be anything as long as I'm on the field. It makes mom happy, so... What's the biggest strength of this overall BYU defense right now? You know, our D-line has shown a lot of strength in this camp. Um, You know, we keep stats of every practice, you know, interceptions, takeaways. And so far, the highest stat we've had all camp is sacks, amount of sacks. Um, And they're not going against a a battle line, you know. There's, what, three All-Americans, freshman All-Americans or something like that. So they've been really solid this fall camp. Chaz, are you with us on BYU Sports Nation? I know you have love for the secondary, so what can you tell us, even though you're not playing with those guys, what can you tell us about the current state of the secondary and how they're performing? They're just athletic. You know, this is a really athletic group of DBs. You know, they're covering, they're locked down. We put them in a lot of situations where it's just one-on-one, and they've proven that they can handle that. And so I'm excited to see how they uh, pan out against these teams. What What's photo day like as a BYU football player? 
photo day. It's just a lot of jokes, man. Everyone's just trying to stay entertained, standing in lines the whole time. So it's just a lot of jokes, just talking and messing around. 22 uh, days away, or I guess I should just say three weeks, three weeks away from playing Utah. Uh, what's the biggest question mark over these final remaining weeks as you move forward to facing the Utes? Man, biggest question marks for us as a team or individually? Let's start with the team. As a team, I would say one of our biggest questions is, I don't really know. I mean, we're just pretty antsy for it right now. I mean, I guess we haven't really got to see their, the way they run their offense, you know, with the new OC. Um, we've, we can only watch film on other teams. And so we're just kind of – that's our kind of our question mark is where they're going to have guys and how they're going to run it. Okay, and what about you individually? What's the biggest question mark for yourself? Am I heavy enough? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to put on weight every day, just pounding the food. So I'm just trying to gain weight as much as I can. So been able to gain about 12 pounds this offseason. So it's been good. Okay, what's the target weight and what's the meal to get you there? Man, target weight, it'd be nice if I could get 220. I'm just trying to get up to about 212, 215 right now. And it's just steak, rice, and chicken. That's morning, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner is steak, rice, and chicken. So it sounds like a uh, pretty healthy, steady diet. Steady, yeah. Very uh, bland. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sick. Might be a little tougher for the helicopter to lift off, though, right? If you get to 220. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, though. That'll be a good thing. <laughs> Chaz, thanks so much, man. Yeah. Chaz Ayu, 101 BYU Sports Nation All Access. Let's throw the helicopter. You know? You got it. You have to. You have to. He's trying to get to 220. Think it's he regrets doing that? Steak, rice, and chicken. That's I, like a defining attribute. It's, listen, if someone offered me a ride in helicopter run into LES, I would take it. To announce your recruitment? Is anyone no, just for any reason. Is anyone giving me the opportunity to go in a helicopter into LES? I'll take it. Let's go. Some people are afraid of helicopters just straight up. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. So can I join you on the helicopter I have life ride? insurance. We'll be all right. When you get this offer to ride in a helicopter, I'm confident someone's going to say, yeah, I can hook you up. Let's go. <laughs> I want to go. They're probably not going to let us at this juncture of the season, <laughs> but maybe later. Yeah. I want to go. I, I think that he's going to play a big role in this season because you need multiple linebackers. Hopefully Zane Anderson stays healthy, and Chaz Ayu is a guy that at some position can get on the field, former safety, so you can put him in a nickel situation. Sure. He's a guy that's pretty versatile and one of the top recruits in the last 15, 20 years for BYU. Is he so good that he might be able to help out that middle linebacker position too? He said he's Perhaps, keeping his mind we'll say, open for all three linebacker positions. Linebackers get banged up. It's just they're so physical. They're in on everything, so we'll see. Coming up, a Cougar throws a scoreless inning in the minors. And why one of the best footballers in Europe is a Cougar? What is this all about? This is BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guests, BYU wide receivers coach Fessy Satake, Edland's first ever recruit, and Chaz Ayu, four-star recruit who landed in a helicopter once upon a time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Really? <laughs> you know the Ziggy on said the show's on demand via the podcast and the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. On this, the eighth day of the eighth month, BYU holds its eighth practice. No media availability until Saturday. Retro freshman tight end Hank Tuipolotu unfortunately has re-injured his ACL in non-contact recently, according to tight ends coach Steve Clark. This is Tui Pelotu's second ACL injury, the same knee, after the first early last season. Get better, Hank. Cougars in the NFL. Full slate of NFL preseason games begins tonight for a bunch of Cougars. Super Bowl champ Kyle Van Noy and the Patriots played the Lions. Sione Takitaki makes his debut with the Browns against the Redskins. Bronson Kafusi and Harvey Longy of the New York JETS 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 play the New York football giants. 
Jamal Williams and the Green Bay Packers host the Houston Texans. And Michael Davis and his Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego take on the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Golf. I was in PGA Tour, but it's Zach Blair fresh off his win last week, and Daniel Summerhays tee off today in the opening round of the Portland Open. Both Blair and Summerhays tee off during the four o'clock Eastern hour. Back to you. Thanks, Jerem. Cougars in the minors. Maverick Buffo pitched a hitless, scoreless inning for the Dunedin Blue Jays, three to one loss to the Clearwater Threshers. CCR? Question mark? No. I. <laughs> I don't know. Today's rise and shout-outs now. Jerem, I'm going to give it to Josh Quezada. Remember him? Former BYU running back. 2010. Transferred to Fresno State a little after that, but he's a BYU guy still. In his Twitter profile, it is revealed that he's done the following. Four consecutive 1,000-yard rushing seasons, four different countries, four different teams in 2016 in Poland for the Seahawks over there, ran for 1,037. In 2017 with the Turku Trojans in Finland, ran for 1,011 yards. In 2018 playing in Serbia, 1,152 yards. And now in 2019 with the Coke Rams in Turkey. 1,025 yards. Nicely done, Joshua Quezada. Who, what's the competition? Uh, mine goes to... Madison Mangum the, in Germany. Yeah, I exactly. don't know. The six-year anniversary of the Tradition Spirit Honor jerseys. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> it was photo day, and they went in to a team meeting, and Kyle Van Noy pulled Bronco Mendenhall aside and said, this isn't going to work. Coach. We can't we can't. This isn't do this. Work. We can't do Luckily, this. Luckily, it didn't work. Bronco listened. Bronco listened. And <laughs> it's he comp- like five traditions, four honors, and he he compared it spirits. to. You know how you have like a great idea for your anniversary, and you think, "Oh, my wife's gonna love this," and then she just hates it. I would assume it's, I have an idea for my anniversary. Kind of, kind yeah. of like that. <laughs> you got to work harder on those anniversary ideas. Maybe we should brainstorm that, bro. Elite Voice of the Game presented by Sundance Mountain Resort. Which Zach will have the greatest impact in the BYU Utah rivalry game? At It's a Faux Hammer answers. Wilson, the other guy up north, might not have a single carry. Regardless, the guy with the ball in his hand every play, tossing 70 yards will have the most impact. He says he's playing. What are are we doing? Sorry to Dennis Pitt, we ran out of time. Conversation continues 24 7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to. Kurt Gavea.